Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. championship is being played this week. Tom, I'm standing here with the little sluggers and some of their parents, and I can't tell you how excited they are. This is the Hot Corner. Little Stan March is the pitcher for the South Park Little League team. Mr. March, you must be very proud of your son. They've worked really hard to get here, Chris, and you know, I don't like to really trash talk, but I don't think Denver has a chance. With Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher. Oh, well, I'm sure some of the Denver kids' parents would disagree with you. And- oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! South Park is going down! There ain't no way some little mountain kids can beat Denver. Not with my son on second base. On the Odyssey app. Oh, it looks like we got some parental trash talking going on here. Mr. Marsh, any comment? Well, I think that there's a... Uh... Mr. Marsh? Who wants to hear from a Mr. Marsh? I am the ultimate Little League trash talking father. I am the Bat Dad. Bat Dad knows no fear. And 1080. Bat Dad knows no pain. I want you, Marsh. I want you. The Fan. Welcome in to the second hour of the Hot Corner. If you're missing the first hour, you can download that, the Les Schwab Tires podcast at 10inthefan.com, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts, including places that rhyme with Clay Thompson-ify. Right? We're good on that? No, because he sucks right now, dude. Oh, my God. Well, I don't know, actually. I haven't been able to watch, like, this game too much because it's behind me. We need to switch, like... Do you want to watch the Jays-Phillies game? Because we can put that on the TV that's behind me so you can watch it. Uh, I don't because I know this game is over. Well, uh, I mean, it's not. Because it's, it's daylight in Philly? It's the super powerful it's LED 11, lights, It's 11 p.m. in Philly, and well, it's daylight. Again, I have the remote that controls the TV behind. What are we doing? Let's switch remotes. One, okay. two, two, three. There we go. Perfect. All right. We got this. Well, I want to watch the Warriors because I got my boy Clay. Well, there you go. Now I just need to get on. Yeah, just put Warriors on myself. two TVs. Yeah, and then we just sit here in silence for the next hour watching that, the games. That sounds great. Play, that he sounds Steph. excellent. Oh, my gosh. I hate both of them. Whenever it's I see good. this red light on, I'm like, oh, I'm so annoyed that I have to do this. Clay is one for seven, by the way. I know. I yeah, know. But, like, but, like, he's having an off game. Okay, let's not say he sucks. Okay, Julius Randle sucks. Clay Thompson does not suck. Well, he was taking bad shots uh, the last couple of games, especially near the end um, at that last uh, matchup with the Lakers, where I think it was like a 27-foot three. Like, you're not Damian Lillard there, Clay. Yeah, and you're not the other guy on your team either. Exactly. All right, well, we got a loaded second hour for you. Fair foul will be up at uh, the bottom of the hour at 8.30. 
Uh, but I'd love to start off with this. It's always interesting when you see this, and it's always hard to rationalize. And I think you get a little more credit when you're younger. I think it is a little more damaging when you're older. Uh, but Scott Service of the Seattle Mariners has moved Julio Rodriguez from the leadoff spot to the sixth spot in the lineup, as Julio has struggled. He's got a few extra base hits. He's he's hit some home runs, but as far as his output from last year transitioning to this year, his on-base percentage is not great. He seems to be maybe trying too hard. I think the idea of putting him at the top of the lineup is he's your most exciting player, so let's get him as many at-bats as possible. Uh, where do you guys sit in this idea of moving him down the lineup to hopefully figure out his hitting struggles. I just had PTSD from all the times I've seen the coach post the lineup card and seen my name at six or worse, <laughs> normally the case. <laughs> you're um, normally at eight, and the next day you're at seven. You're like, nice! Yeah, we're Got on the it. way up. We're on the way up. Got oh, it. damn, now ninth. Um, dude, that, I mean, it. I, I'm with you. It does suck. I mean, whether you're a pro or a little leaguer, moving down that much in the lineup, it, it sucks. It means you're not performing. You're I mean, the face. Yes, but... I think it's what's best for him. I think you're right. It's like he is taking some hacks. Mm-hmm. And he, some he, weird stuff. He looks like he is trying to kill everything. And granted, his numbers show that when he does get a ball on the bat, or bat on the ball, rather, that he is crushing everything. Like mm-hmm. putting him 450 feet and, you know, crush rate, whatever Into the hell the they're using. And hard hit balls to the infield, yes. et cetera. Yeah, bar- <clears throat> barrel rate, all that. But that it's the thing is, is when he's missing, it's at some ugly stuff, as Jordan said, like some weird. And again, I think that it's going to be pressure. It's getting in his head and he wants to perform. And then he starts off bad. Then he's like, man, now I got to make up some ground. And so now I'm trying even harder. I'm really hacking and, and stuff. Yeah, dude. Trust me. I played MLB the show. Well, I think, I oh, think you know. <laughs> I, th- I think you get a little lucky with a guy like Julio and honestly, young players in general is, you know, and I'm going to go a step further here in a moment when it comes to the Mariners. I think you get a little lucky with young guys, but you can kind of say, hey, Julio, you're still our guy. You know, you're still with us. We're going to drop you back so you can get a little more patience, maybe see some more runners on, start thinking about making contact instead of being the first guy at the dish. I got to make a statement. I also wonder, could his stint lower down in the lineup really resonate with him because of what he's seen with Jared Kelnick. I mean, let's not forget, these guys played together in Tacoma. They've, they've been next to each other the entire ride. And he saw Kelnick struggle mightily last year and the year before when he got called up, before Julio. And now he can look at a guy and say, hey, this guy got sent to the minors multiple times. And look at him now. Maybe I should trust this organization. You know, as far as his struggles go this year, I'm actually not too concerned now i sound like a homer saying that but you look at his numbers april last year i guess a couple of games in march as well and what are we you know nine ten days into may that's when he started to pick it up last year he was i don't think he hit any homers he hit something like 220 230 last april it was absolutely terrible he's a world baseball classic guy too exactly maybe you got to factor a little bit of that in uh maybe but i I, you know what i guess as a younger player trying to handle that i think that might change your approach or playing baseball constantly like i I don't think it really phased a guy like nelson cruz or you know any of the older guys playing for dr like uh, you mentioned it might affect him but as far as his approach goes 
he really got going at this point last season. I don't necessarily see many issues. Dropping down the order is fine. I, you know what? I would love to see him at the top of the order. That's what the Pirates did with Barry Bonds back in the 90s because he was so prolific and you know essentially a five-tool guy. You put him at the top of the you order. You want him to get five at-bats again. Exactly. That's what you want. But right now he needs some protection in the lineup. He can't be that protection for the nine-hitter, for the two-hitter right now. So let's get him some at-bats. Let's give him some time because the league has obviously adjusted to what Julio's doing. Now simply he's going to have to adjust back. This is what baseball is. It's a game of adjustments. Julio, what? He's still only like 22. 223. He's going to be fine, everybody. He's going to be fine. And and I think a lot of it also, I was having a conversation with a buddy earlier today about batting lineup and where you put guys. And we were kind of talking, I don't know if batting leadoff is the right spot for Julio. I, I see that's I found I disagree. You know, you disagree. I it's, find it weird because I feel like you can get the five at bats at two or Cause, three because to me it seems like he the, has the power to be a three now i'm an old school guy that i love you know as growing up as an indians fan i loved lofton at 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 the leadoff at the leadoff because he's an on-base guy and then omar Vizquel batted second because he's a contact hitter he's like a career yeah. 270 260 not bad but he's a contact hitter and then you put tome at three ramirez at four but the modern day game has an on-base percentage guy at first or batting first, and then is your Mike Trout at two, then is your Shohei Otani at three. I wonder if Julio would be better serviced in the two-hole and putting somebody like J.P. Crawford at the top. That maybe starting the game with this is too much pressure and also is just not a good tactic. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of with you on that. I like J.P. starting off the game. I feel like that's your best best person to have. In your uh, one slot, and then, I mean, I like I said, you go I, Julio at two, Eugenio at three, France at four. I'm I'm down with that. I'm Kelnick even, at five, and that's a great five if Kelnick's your five. I mean, why not put Kelnick at two, Julio at three, France four, Eugenio again, five again? I think that's a great idea. Cal I, at six. I mean, that's not the end of the world, right there. Uh, I, I I agree wholeheartedly. I wonder if a lot of this is that Julio's just in the wrong spot. Now and, and I, I back putting you back down the lineup to try to kind of figure out some struggles, but when he figures it out, which I firmly believe he will, maybe the two spots the best spot for him. Maybe the three spots the best spot for him. I think eventually he's going to settle into the three spot as he gets a little bit older. But like I mentioned, Barry earlier, and then I feel like I, I got to go back and look at this to, to see for sure. But Ken Griffey Jr. as well in his first, I think, 92-93, the Mariners started putting Griffey in the third spot all the time. But first couple of years in the league. 90-91, I'm fairly sure Griffey was batting leadoff or number two as well. So it doesn't... Because he had the speed exactly. and he swung and all that kind of stuff. So let's set the table. Yeah, you eventually move on from that. Exactly. And he's, maybe, he's supposed to slow down as he get old, it gets older eventually. And maybe this is the beginning of that. Maybe, maybe we saw the coming out party from Julio and now we're, now we've got to fight for what his actual identity is. Is he a 40 stolen base guy? Maybe not. Is he a 40 home run guy? Maybe not. What is the best spot for him? Because you're now tied for him forever. Well, I will tell you this. He doesn't have a single stolen base in the month of May. But it doesn't help when you haven't been on base. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. And let me hit you with this uh, fair or foul, huh? Take it back to my roots. Fair or foul in the month of May, Julio Rodriguez batting average less than 100. There you go. 
So right I mean, the now, the way you look, the way Joe's looking at me right now, I mean, I got to go with fair. Yeah, I'm he, a betting guy. He is o ninety one in <clears> May. I benched him on my fantasy team the other day. Oh, and that's <clears> I mean, but it, it, my initial reaction is like, oh, but uh, again, o ninety one one sixty seven OBP. I'm not getting rid of him. I'm not trading him. But I know, it's, it's like, just you like, need dude, to step back. You got to give me a week of some pro- I'm doing, uh, productivity. I'm here. doing the same with Jose Abreu on Houston. It's like, whoa, bro, you are not good for Houston right now. But I'm not going to drop you. Hmm. And may- maybe Julio, I mean, this is a sophomore slump. You sound like a real Ollie Marmol over there. I don't know if I can trust you. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's a sophomore slump. We see this in all sports, okay? Matt Ryan, Matty Ice, excellent, amazing pocket passer. His sophomore year, he was garbage. And he won Rookie of the Year. And then he went on to win an MVP and go to a Super Bowl that he eventually lost. And that's probably not his fault, but they'll blame him. Maybe that's just where we are. Maybe maybe the Julio window is more next year and the year after. Let's hope not. I really hope that it's getting him into a different slot in the lineup and just having him just relax get back to playing baseball. Play baby. baseball. I do wonder if these struggles continue when the blame starts landing on service. Uh, it better not land on service. I think I brought it up last week. Spent or, three or maybe... years with Scott Service on the hot seat. But service, I, you know what? The way that he manages games, I'm not the hugest fan of. But as far as the hitters go, the Mariners have like two 28- to 33-year-olds as their hitting coaches. These guys essentially aren't guys that have major league experience and know what to do in certain situations. They're guys that have stayed in the organization and come up with Julio and come up with Kelnick. <clears throat> and that's good to a certain degree. Kirby, Gilbert, Exactly. Julio, yeah, yeah. But, but but when you're talking a hitting instructor that needs to give some advice on what to F and do once you get to October, once you get to the ALCS, Jared DeHart and Tony Arnerich aren't going to have answers for that. <laughs> I, and nobody knows who those guys are. Right. Those are your hitting coaches. Since Edgar, it's been a series of no names. Yeah. And I do think that's a problem. you got to get a hitting coach in that knows how to talk to Julio. Seriously, bring Edgar Martinez in as a cons- or, or Ken Griffey Jr. as a consultant for two months. Spend the time with Julio in the cage every day. Yeah. Screw DeHart. Screw a rookie hitting coach. Come that, on. That's a great point. And just like we were talking about last hour with St. Louis, Julio it's going to be something to watch and not just because we have the local angle and Jordan, you and I are both fans, but I would argue Julio's the most exciting young player in baseball. And we want to see this play through. All right. When we come back, Joe's got this interesting take or not, not a take, but he's found some stats. <laughs> no, these are just straight stats. <laughs> so do not put this on. Me. Joe is not giving opinions, only facts <laughs> about what if the tables were flipped in one run games what would the league look at? We'll get to that next. The Hot Corner to any of the fans. Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty. Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget just as soon as I... Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. It's always baseball season. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Fisher on 1080 The Fan. It's 820 here, 821. Ooh, hey, we're moving. We're what moving. the? We are moving. Fair foul coming up in about 10 minutes or so. But I'd like to pass this over to you, Joe. You found uh, a really cool situation in which if all the one-run games, all the games that have been determined by one run were flipped and the other team won, what the standings would look like. So, without further ado, I pass this over to Joseph Fisher III. Yes. Yes, you do. Um should I start like negative, negatively or positively? Like what Always team... start negative to end on the positive. So now this is interesting is that because it's like if a team has been good in one run games, mm-hmm. they suck in these standings. Yeah, for sure they do. Case in point, the Miami Marlins. If they had uh, their one one run games flipped, they'd be seven and 30 this year, an 11 game difference. Which is wild because they're 19 and 19 in second place currently in the National League. 11 and 0 in one run games this year. Wow. <laughs> and they suck. Wow. They would be 8 and 30. 7 and 30. 7 and 30? Yes. Wow. That's <laughs> not wild. And, uh, but but I, have, I have to think that one run ball games really tell you a lot about your team. And I don't mean about winning or losing them. They tell you how it's, good. It's all about the fact that you're in them. They've been in 11 of these games. And they won them all. 11 of 38 games have been one-run games. Because you can argue, oh, that's tenacity. That's uh, following through till the end. But also, you're in a one-run game. And also, I think it speaks volumes about your bullpen. Sure. I mean, the game is decided in the ninth inning, so the innings leading up to that six, seven, eight, nine, where your starters are getting pulled. Well, granted, maybe you have Sandy Alcantara going all nine, <laughs> but like. But that... outside of that, you're bullpen, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. Name and another then, starter on Miami. Timely hitting, clutch hitting. I mean, sure. that, I mean, does that not play a factor in uh, playoffs? <laughs> I, yeah, and I don't know if you can fairly correlate one run games to timely hitting. But I think you can for sure correlate one-run games to a good bullpen. Yes. So it might be a fact that Miami has a good bullpen. Yes. Um, Some other standouts here. Um, The St. Louis Cardinals. 
their one run games were flipped, they'd still only be one game above 500 at 19 and 18. They have had eight one run games. They've won or uh, excuse me, they've lost six of them. And so if they uh, got those flipped around, then they would be six and two in those and only be 19 and 18. 19 and 18, which would put them uh, fourth in the NL Central. In the NL Central. Well, according to this, because the Cubs would actually be first in the NL Central right now. Yeah, yeah. So so it's interesting. When it comes to Miami and you hear that stat, um, it tells me that Miami is not as good as advertised. No. But it tells me that St. Pre- pretty lucky and, you know, bullpen's doing good for him. But that, when it comes to St. Louis, tells me that's the team that we see. Yep. Because no matter if you switch this, they're still not very good. Right, right. And there's a lot of teams where it's like, yeah, the difference is plus two, plus one, minus one, plus two. Which is fine. That That washes out. Now, in the American League, of all three divisions, the entire league... Of the American. That's a weird way of saying it. <laughs> what team do you think has the biggest difference, plus minus, as far as uh, one-run games here? Hmm. You know, what really jumps out to me when I think about this and one-run games is Cleveland. Cleveland? Cleveland Cleveland's here. got a great bullpen, a great starting, great starting rotation. Outside of Jose Ramirez, that team is just not very. They're very offensively challenged. Now, Patrick, you're right. They have played terrible. They have played the most one-run games this year, but uh, they're basically at a break-even point. They, they it would be a one-game difference. So Cleveland is what we think they are. Yes. So they are who we think they are. The team that uh, would have Denny the, Green. the biggest difference in their record would be your. Seattle Mariners, if their one-run games were flipped, they would currently be 24-12 and in leading the AL West. Uh, that would be second in the American League. And I feel like that's more... Actually, it'd just be straight-up tied because, again, <laughs> in this scenario with mm-hmm. one-run one <clears throat> games flipped, the Rays would also be 24-12. and That's more consistent with their results last year, right? I mean, they were the best team in baseball in run-one game, yep. run, games. One-run games. Now, I think this is fascinating. We just walked through this, okay? We see that Miami flips, and you're kind of like, yeah, because they're not very good. You see St. Louis flips, and it's like, yeah, they're kind of the same team we thought. Cleveland, they're kind of the same thing we, team we thought. You flip the Mariners, does that change your perception on the Mariners? <laughs> I think it goes to what I've been saying all season, is that they've been living on their very good bullpen, but a bullpen that is built on a house of cards. Essentially, once one of these guys has a bad performance because they're the third worst batting team in the league right now at like 220-something. I mean, yep. the Mariners are awful right now at the plate. And that's what I was going to say, is yeah. that it's like it, it comes down to batting, hitting, when you're scoring seemingly five runs or less every game, guess what? Those game differentials are, and margins right. are much smaller. <clears throat> You're in more one run. Wow. Words. See, I can't one say it either. run game. Say that five times. And, and I'd, I'd really be interested because baseball has, like, gone off the deep end <laughs> when it comes to sabermetrics and these, and these stats analyzed. I'd be interested to see in all of those one-run games from all the teams we mentioned, what is the average run scored? 
per game right. of those one runs. Yeah, I mean, because if you're losing games two to one, or if you're losing games six to five, that's a very different reaction to how the how good the team is. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. I would like to look at that as well. You said the Rays would be back. They're twenty nine and nine right now. They'd be twenty four and twelve, is what I just saw there. Yeah, twenty four and twelve. So besides the Mariners, they have the biggest shift as far as one run games go. What is that? T- what five is that? Games what does that tell you about the Rays? Do they have a good bullpen? I think they have a really great bullpen. Timely hitting. They have had timely hitting. And and when I say timely hitting, like, this is where I go to the Cubs because, again, it says the Cubs would be in the top of the AL Central. They leave dudes on base a lot. Like, they don't. They're not not very good. And, again, that kind of goes down to timely hitting. Like, you got dudes on base in the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth inning, and you're leaving them stranded. You're not doing yourself a lot of favors. And then the other team comes in, mm-hmm. they get those runs instead of you. Bam. Yeah, just, I would argue in that situation, the Cubs' bullpen is not very good. <laughs> yes. Well, just from watching Mariners baseball, I think it's a lot lower scoring games for them as compared to the Rays. Uh, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Their runs uh, producing ratio is like, I think they matched um, last year's differential through the first month uh, of 2023. Yeah, the Rays did plus 115 right now, but I think last week crazy. But I think last scores. week they were like plus 129. Wow, you know what's wild? And this kind of goes back to what we were looking at is that the Marlins, as we mentioned, most one-run games, they are dead last in the league in total runs with 124. Boom. So they are. Not scoring runs, and they're making sure that their opponents don't score a lot of runs. So they're depending on their pitching. Their offense sucks, is what you're telling me. Yep. Yep. I mean, again, when you have Sandy Alcantara giving you nine innings essentially every game, it seems like that does help. Yeah, and and I think when you come to the Mariners, you know, you look at the Mariners, obviously that bullpen is good because I'm looking at this, runs scored. The Mariners have 10 runs scored more than the A's. And the Astros have... Four more runs scored you than wanna, the Mariners. You want to know what's wild, Talk though? Team that's and, I, and I'll finish on this, is that the Oakland Athletics, if their one-run games were flipped, they would still suck. <laughs> <laughs> How they, many more games would they win? They would get one game. <laughs> we are not going to spend an entire segment talking about the Oakland A's <laughs> sucking. Quote Joe Fisher. Quote, we just did. Patrick Harris. <laughs> All right, when we come back, it is everybody's favorite fair or foul. But before we do that, I'll toss it over to man Jordan with sports. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai getaway sales event where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning hyundai models like the tech-filled tucson and kona as well as the spacious palisade enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with america's best warranty and three years or thirty-six thousand miles of complimentary maintenance but hurry in these deals won't last add more joy to your journey at the hyundai getaway sales event now get zero percent apr or up to fifteen hundred bonus cash on the hyundai tucson now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, 
the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. is the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. All right, this is everybody's favorite fair or foul. We do it every single week at the bottom of the 8 o'clock hour, and let's not mess around. I'll turn this over to our fantastic producer, Jordan Schultz. Thanks, Jen. Hey, you said that to me when I was in that chair. I used to. Eh, you're better than I am, all right? Does that make you feel better? I don't know. I we had a pretty crappy terrifies stu- me. Pretty crappy studio at our last place would probably did not uh, let me be on my A game. So I'm a, I'm going to give you the nod here. Yeah, you, you just blame the studio, Joe. You just walked loser. into that building and instantly knew you were going to suck. You sound like Oliver Marmol right now. All right, <laughs> St. Louis Cardinals manager, step your game up. All right. Go back and listen to the first hour if you don't know what we're talking about or referencing. All right, uh, fair or foul? Got some good ones for you this afternoon slash evening. Fair or foul number one. I think I'm going to stump this, uh, stump you guys with this one. Fair or foul, a player for the Oakland A's leads the league in OPS. Fair or foul, a player for the Oakland A's leads the league in OPS. That is on base plus slugging percentage. For the love of God, I cannot imagine who that would be. I am like... I only know one player on the Oakland A's. Just say his name. It's Tony he, Kemp. That's the okay. only player I know. But he's, <laughs> I was like, am I forgetting but someone? He, like he, He's like a Dave Roberts, a guy you bring off the bench to pinch run. The guy is not OPS slugging. Gosh, and I can't even look at the roster. Is Matt Chapman still on the team? That's what I was saying. Is I was Eric like, Chavez on the team? Is Josh <laughs> Donaldson on the team? <laughs> I thought Chapman uh, Is Barry Zito even getting some cuts at yeah, Malaga? I'm going to say, because he is saying this, I'm going to say fair. I feel like... I mean, there's got to be one person making getting some hits on there. And th- and this is why I don't gamble. I'm going to say foul. Like, he's probably close, but somebody is better than him. And Joe actually gets this one. It is fair. Brent Rooker. Told you. Designated was... <laughs> hitter at least listed that uh, for the Oakland Athletics. Yep. Let's see. I just want to make actually... sure this is qualified players, right? <laughs> no, this is qualified. He <laughs> has an news. OPS Fake of news. 1.08. Four. He has hit 10 homers, 26 RBIs, hitting 317, 19 walks, 30 strikeouts, 5 doubles, 33 hits what, overall. What's this guy's name? Brent Rooker. Brent and, Rooker. I'm going to look him up in fantasy and see if anybody has him. It's a good... Uh, g- <laughs> Brent He Rooker. probably would have been like a Yeah, late, somebody's got him. Yeah, I don't even think he would have been drafted. His though. projected probably... rank was 1,274. Yeah, so like a late non-drafted pickup, essentially. Yeah. 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 So this guy, he played nice. two seasons for Minnesota and hit mm, pretty mediocre there. Got traded to Oakland in 2022. Poor guy. Yeah, here he is. 
Land- Brent or Brett? Brett. Uh, Brent. R-O-O-K-E-R. Uh, can Rooker, you trust a Brent or a Brett? Wow. That's a good question, buddy. That's how bad they are. They have this guy, and they're still bad. <laughs> well, good for them. I, or him. Good for him. He's getting dealt at the deadline. Yeah, 100%. And, uh, yeah, he plays right and left field. Uh, uh, DH as well. For the Oakland Athletics, yes. And A leads the entire major leagues. Now, that's a dude. OPS. That's a dude who um, his why, as they say, find your why in sports. His why is a dollar sign. Yes. Not get the, me out of here. Not the name on the front, the name on the back. On the back. Next two guys on the OPS list. Sean Murphy, catcher for the Braves at 1.041. God, him and, and Olsen are such a great pickup for Atlanta. They are. And then Acuna, next guy on the OPS list. He uh, had a 470-foot bomb <laughs> today. Yeah, he did. That was huge. 1.0. One four. So I'm, glad Acuna, I'm glad Acuna's stats are looking good because I love watching him play baseball. Uh, but love stumping you guys with that one. So let's move on to number two for Farrah Fowl. I think I'm going to get you with this one too. Former Mariner and current Orioles second baseman. There you go, Joe. Shout out to you. For, uh, current Orioles second baseman, former Mariner Adam, Adam Frazier. Frazier. There you go. He currently has a better batting average than the entire Seattle Mariners roster combined, fair or foul. Adam Frazier, batting Better oh, than the entire boy. Mariners team right now. Fair or foul? You want to go first or you want me to? So you got to think. You I got, think you should go first. You got Kelnick, who's batting like 294, 295, somewhere in that range. And then everybody else sucks. So that brings it around to about it's two. Ty France isn't like 260. That brings it around to like 240-ish. I'm going to go I'm gonna go foul. Uh, I'm going to say that the Mariners are a little bit better than Adam Frazier, but not a lot. Uh, I almost picked up Adam Frazier in fantasy the other day. Because I saw that his batting average was so great, but he literally does nothing else. I think this is fair. I think he has a better batting average than every single player on the Seattle Mariners. Ooh, looks like Patrick nails this one. Adam Frazier, it is fair, does have a better batting average than the Seattle Mariners' entire roster. Adam Frazier batting 225 for your Baltimore Orioles this year, and the entire Mariners' roster batting 223. That is third worst in all of the bigs. That's third terrible. worst batting average. Wow, that the my Seattle math have. was absolutely wrong. I thought they'd be around like 240, 250. You say they're hey, at dude. 225. Hey, dude, I just said that I was. I just said that I was looking at oh, this guy because I thought his average was good, and I'm completely wrong. Oh. Uh, maybe he went on a run. No, maybe. You, maybe Is there I, another Frazier? That no, he was. Uh... He's a streaky guy. <laughs> also, something to he, tell you, Jordan. Something to tell you, Jordan. If you're batting under 285, I think you suck. <laughs> they have oh. very, very high standards. So what you're saying is oh, the a good little, Mariners team. Oh, he's sucks. a good player. He bats 272. I'm like, that's garbage. That's absolutely garbage. If you don't bat 300, you're not good. Well, last year and the year before, you must have had, like, no players in your mind that were actually good because no batting averages minus, like, 10 No way, guys. man. I got Tim Anderson and Mookie yeah, Betts. Yeah, a handful. And... and you got a lot more this year without ships. ton more. All right. Well, the good hitters. Wow, Mariners are not good. <laughs> At hitting the ball. <laughs> no, they're, that's the, the point of all this. They effing suck. What would you say you do here? Pitch well. Very well. <laughs> yeah, best bullpen ERA in the Castillo was bigs. great today. Yes, he was. All right. Fair foul number three. Actually involves a Seattle Mariner. Um, <laughs> Carlos Correa for the Minnesota Twins is absolutely sucking it up right now. 
Um, but so is Colton Wong for the Seattle Mariners. Carl, Carlos Correa batting a buck 85, five homers. Colton Wong batting a buck 88, no homers. Fair foul. You'd rather have Colton Wrong on your roster instead of Carlos Correa. Did you call him Colton Wrong? Yeah, because I'm trying to. Wrong. Well, he definitely ain't Colton Wright. Because I'm sure. saying Correa in my head and I'm moving ahead. No, so I get bad. it. I mean, I was going to make the joke too. I was like Colton Wong, more like Colton Wrong right uh-huh. now because he can't get the ball, in, uh, the battle ball. So yeah, you bad. would you would prefer Colton Wong to Carlos Correa on your roster right now, fair or foul? This is such a wild thing. I'll, I'm going to go first, and I, I'm going to take Colton Wong over Carlos Correa now. Correa's in a better spot because he's at least getting getting some long balls. He's hit five home runs. But the amount of money you are spending on this guy to bat 180, I mean, he's even acknowledged it. I would boo myself if I was playing this bad. Carlos Correa, I was talking with Isaac Ropp uh, last week as we were transitioning in and out from the shows, and we both agree, Carlos Correa might be done. Like, what you did in Houston was great, and you cheated with the trash cans, and you proposed to your girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. That's all really cool and stuff, dude. But who would have thought that the Giants saying no to him was the reality that Carlos Correa is not very... I'd rather take a flyer on Colton Wong. I don't want to pay Correa that kind of money. Wow. All right, so Carlos Correa, he batted three fifteen in uh, 2017 with the Astros. He was the golden prospect of that Houston dynasty. Again, 315 in 2017 with the Astros. Do you want to guess uh, what year he had his second best average at the plate? COVID. It was last year with the Twins. He batted 291, 136 games. OPS was at 833, which is uh, about like third, fourth best of his career. But the dude is literally a year removed from batting 290, 136 games. And I feel like, I don't know, we might have to ask Isaac Rupp again because I feel like I heard the man say today that he finds it hard to believe that Carlos Correa just sucks all of a sudden. Uh, as a guy that really loved Carlos Correa, he was like the one I was like, yeah, these Astros are cheaters, but Correa is really good. I mean, even in 21, he batted 279 with an 851 OPS. Yeah, but he was supposed to be the second coming of like A Rod. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry he did not reach those expectations <laughs> of one of the best players of all time. And Evan Longoria <laughs> was supposed to be. I would like take, I guarantee you right balls. now, I would take six shortstops in baseball. Over Carlos Correa. Well, I would too when you're batting 189. Yeah, he's trash. I say foul, Jordan. I think we have one more to get to, and we're yeah, we're tr- we're starting to run up against it. But um, I will say foul just because I just like Julio. I feel like he gonna be fine. get there. Yeah, Correa already been in the league. This is his ninth season, so maybe longevity. Oh boy, I didn't that. know he was that old. He sucks. A lot of cheating. <laughs> A lot <laughs> of cheating. Not wrong. All right, final fair or foul. I don't know if you heard this, but Orlando, Florida has jumped into the conversation in earnest to get a Major League Baseball team. Last Thursday, the news breaking, and they have already released a rendering of what their ballpark would look like in Orlando. Pretty similar, not the look of it, but pretty similar to what we saw here in Portland a few years ago when this announcement that we were trying to go for a team, we came up with a rendering of a stadium, a possible site. Well, Orlando has done the same thing. So fair or foul, Orlando, Florida will get an MLB team before Portland does. Fair or foul. And then if they do, they're underwater in 10 years. Excuse me while I vomit. 
Gosh. There's already a team in Florida that nobody goes and sees. Okay? Uh, there's, an NBA, the top, there's an top NBA head. team right now with maybe the most insane playoff performance of a player in the season right now in Jimmy Butler, and nobody goes. No. Give Florida it, is not getting another team. Give it to Jacksonville. No, no, <laughs> Mexico. I'm just what? Lo- I, I'm just looking at a map of Florida and just seeing different cities, and I saw Jacksonville and thought that'd be hilarious. Portland, Montreal, Salt Lake City, Nashville, Charlotte, and Mexico City are all getting baseball teams before Orlando, Florida. Uh, I say uh, fair or what? I, what was the question again? I apologize. Orlando will get a baseball team before Portland, fair or foul? Well, he did say baseball team. That you did not specify MLB team. Oh, they, get, they got oh, a single you, A. Sure. They got a wood bat college league. I don't know. The Portland Beavers are coming back. You the win, Pickles Joe. have <laughs> moved from Portland to Orlando. No, well, now I'm curious. Is there an Orlando baseball team? The Orlando Rays is what I'm getting here. Yeah, they're probably yeah, AAA. The AAA yeah. The Orlando Dreamers right now is the Pass. group that wants to bring the MLB. The Orlando Pass. Dreamers. Yeah, well, keep, <laughs> keep dreaming. Hard I would pass. dream of a levy to uh, prevent the water coming any more inland. Yeah, hard pass. All right, that is oh, fair man. or foul. We do it every single week at 830. When we come back, we'll wrap this bad boy up. The Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini. Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com.
This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. All right, we'll be back next week. Check in on on on, uh, on some stuff. Will we? Yeah. Oh, we will be. We yeah. will be. We'll be off the week after that. News to uh, my producer there. Have you? That uh, in two weeks. And did I haven't you... even told my boss okay. yet either. My, your boss? Our boss? Our boss. Actually, I got a couple of days in June. I got to let you guys know about too. So A couple days in June? A couple? I'm going to be gone for two weeks on a couple different trips. Uh, eh. Oh, that is true. At the end of June, I am gone for two weeks as well. Are so you, we're kind of going to be. Are you guys kidding me right now? No, I'm not. Uh, I leave on the. I leave on June 18th, and I get back June 30th. The wife and I are going to Europe, and I leave oh, June 6th. I okay. get back June 19th. So, June 16th, and you get back the 19th. No, June 6th. 6th. So and I I get back right as Patrick leaves. It sounds like. Okay, I love so that we're working on this schedule live. Yes, we are. This well, is I, a schedule. I just Portland wanted to make sure leader. that I wasn't going to have to go solo, Joe, for S- producing Joe pre- and. One man show, you which want, I promised I would never do again. You want, you want nothing to do with Dude, that. Dude, don't try the that, Howard that's, Stern. That's the worst thing in the no, entire don't world. don't do that. No, I did it once, Jordan, years ago with this very show. Yeah. And, I, and I did it. I mean, I, imagine it, it, the radio. It happened. You did it. <laughs> imagine this radio, hour 15. You know what? I'm, I'm done. I'm out of here. I can't do this. Just There's a couple of clips on 45 YouTube. 45 dead air. You can find some guys doing that. They're and, quitting overall, but it's funny. It's and funny as hell. And boom goes the dynamite. I honestly just, you know. <laughs> The fact that there are maybe some sports hosts out there that are producing and on air at the same time, it's solo show, like, hey, hand, you know, hats off to you, congrats, but you don't need to, bud. But and I you feel, should, and I've, you really don't have to. I feel like the people that are hosting and producing their own show, dude, they're showing up three hours before their show starts, and they have to have everything buttoned up. Oh yeah, you know, and sounds like, stressful. As like hell. for the most part, you know, I know we love to dog on odyssey and all this kind of stuff but for the most part we've got things things work fairly consistently but if you're gonna host and produce on your own yeah i'm gonna show up three hours before i'm gonna look at i'm gonna be breaking down every commercial break making sure all my bump back music is there everything is built in so that there are no flaws and i can just hit a button welcome your new producer patrick Chat GPT. Uh, that's <laughs> not wrong. I mean, I've used Chat GPT to even like help me summarize articles. Don't like say all. that. Don't say that on there. Uh, you don't want to. You don't want the uh, the bosses here in that one. Uh, Jordan, where are you <laughs> going in June? Uh, Boston, Massachusetts, for a wedding. Actually, a uh, best friend of my wifey going to be getting married. So is she, she was is a she maid from, of honor. Is she from out there? She's from Boston herself. My oh, okay. wifey's from Boston. So, okay. yeah, well, got to go back home. That. And, I you're mean, gonna wait, be, and you're going to be out there for two weeks? Uh, come back, go to the coast for another five days. So, oh, like a week just, and kind of a split. A, a yeah. long, long week? Two weeks? Yeah, a week and then another about five days. When's hey, my good for you. When's my two-week vacation? What the hell? Uh, I'm a part-timer, dude. It's uh, I... I I'm using this time to do what I can because then we got fall football starting up. Like, I don't get time off. You know what my big trip's mm. looking like right now? What? Which actually, I mean. Fan golf classic? No. Um, two th- Oregonian things I've never done that I'm probably going to check off with the boy. Ape caves? No. Wildlife safari? Ooh. Yeah. Crater Lake. Crater Lake. Crater Lake's beautiful. We're going to make it like a one-day, uh, two-day trip going through there. So I love it. I love it. 
Yeah, me and the wifey, we're going to go to Europe for our honeymoon that we postponed. Good. I told you, yep. don't put it off. So you, I allow awesome. you to uh, to go on your honeymoon. Bro, we're ready to rumble. All right, that'll do it for us. For Joe Fisher, I'm Patrick Harris. Jordan Schultz behind the glass on the ones and twos. Go do something I would do. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.